Welcome to the My House Podcast, a show about the past, present, and future goings-on at the My House Youth Drop-In Center in Wasilla, Alaska, with your host, Michelle Overstreet. Welcome to episode 22 of the My House Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Overstreet, and today I'm joined by Kaylee Perot from Nine Star. Kaylee, thank you for being here. Nine Star has been our longest partner since my house came to be in 2009, and I'm so proud of that. Before we get to our discussion, let's cut to Isaac real quick for some housekeeping. Just more stuff coming out every day. This should be releasing. It's hard because we've we've recorded like eight things this week, so I'm trying <laughs> to keep track of where everything is dropping. But I believe this is releasing on the 21st, so... Uh, Christmas is like this Sunday, and this is on Christmas. We have Diag Nonsense releasing a special episode that I'm really excited about, where we're talking about Jim Carrey's Grinch, which I was able to watch last night. I It's usually like a once a year, once every other year thing, so I was glad to revisit that before we talk about it. That If it's Christmas afternoon and you're sitting around the house with your family, then turn on Diag Nonsense. That'll be a lot of fun. Man, I did not realize how much childhood trauma is just like easily visible in that movie. So much Poor fun to watch. Yeah, going, so much going fun to through watch. so much. So much. And then he turns into a raging lunatic that lives in the garbage, but he lives in the garbage of society. It's like all the cast off Christmas stuff. It's this crazy pair. Anyway. Yeah. yeah there's a metaphor to on yes, top of metaphor yes. in there. Yeah. If you, if you want to listen to more of us pretending to sound smart, talking about all the metaphors in the Grinch movie, <laughs> then tune into Diag Nonsense on Christmas. Tons of other stuff coming out as well that week. And, and yeah, and then we're getting ready for the new year, which will be super exciting because all of our fundraisers and events are going to be kicking back off. The cycle begins again, and it'll feel like no time at all before I'm talking about the golf tournament, which is my favorite thing. Excellent. Thanks, Isaac, very much. Hi, Kaylee. Thank you for being with us. Yes. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So when when I talk about Nine Star, I think a lot of times people don't know exactly what Nine Star does. And I love to tell this story. Roger probably is sick of me telling this story. But I met Roger at a meeting at Covenant House. When I was starting my house, Allison Keir, the, the CEO at Covenant House, was inviting us in. And I was sitting in on meetings. And when I described what I wanted to to build with a drop-in center and job mm-hmm. training, Roger was uh, sitting at that table and he's wearing this black motorcycle vest and he pulls this business card out of his motorcycle vest and slides it across the table and he says, when you get ready to start that, call me and I'll help you. And he was the first person who ever said that. Allison said that she would help me, but it was a different kind of help that you get from a uh, from another provider. He, he wanted to help me with services for clients. Sure. And so... And so I had no idea what Nine Star did. And so coming back to Wasilla, I could barely wait till I got to like J-Bear. And I called him on my cell phone and said, hi, this is Michelle. And you just gave me your business card in the meeting at Covenant House. And I just wondered, what is it that you do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Roger's Roger's a wonderful person. And I'm so lucky to have him as a supervisor. So some of the things that I do with Nine Star is I work with out-of-school youth ages 14 to 24 and basically they come in and I check with them and to see if they have their high school diploma and so if they don't I set them up with the GED program 
or the Cyberlinks Homeschool Correspondence School. Also, I ask them if they have any job experience in which I, if they don't, I set them up with an internship in which they can learn all the job skills like customer service, appearance, you know, ambition, like what are your career goals and how can I help you get there and attitude, like those are all soft skills that are needed for any job. Yes. I love that. And I think one of the most powerful things that we experience here, just in terms of a a year-to-year data, Jim tells me that over 60% of the kids coming in the door in that age range do not have a high school diploma or completion or GED. And so you are very busy. That's that's 60% of our clients coming in the door need your services. And then one year later, that drops to 34%. Mm -hmm. So the work that you're doing really gets the clients coming in the door here through high school. Yes, and I'm and I'm always checking in with them as well like how is it going because I've got I've got kids, you know, working at the computers on schoolwork and how can I help you cuz I I when they come in I just see so much potential. Ugh. Like it's it's not even like like a question to me. Yeah. Like, I believe you can do this because that's the first thing that it takes is someone to believe in you. Yes. And that's why you're so good at what you do here, because there are people that don't really believe. And it makes it hard for the kids that come in the door when they feel that that hesitation or or that somebody doesn't isn't really willing to invest in relationship with them. And you do that so well. Yes, I I had a youth come in, it was a couple of weeks ago, and they, you know, I I asked them, how are you doing with school? And they're like, you know, honestly, I I put it aside because I'm I'm working full time. And, and, um, and I said, okay, well, well, what's going on, really? And they said, you know, I'm scared. I don't, I don't think I can do this. And I, I sat down with them. And I and I said, you know, I kind of just spoke from experience. Like I told them, you know, I was a senior in high school and math was my last class that I needed to Mm -hmm. graduate. I went in and I took the final and I failed it by one point. And luckily I had a guidance counselor that said, Kaylee, I believe in you and I know you can do this. I'm going to give you one more chance. And I passed it by one point. Nice. So I, I just spoke that into this youth and I said, you can do this. You've got what it takes. And if you need help, let me know. And the people, the whoever the program is that you're working with for school, reach out to them. They can help you. If you communicate these, these anxieties that you're having, mm-hmm then that's how you can get help. And I'm really proud that you did. Nice. So so that was another, that was a situation that I had, so. It's so huge to have someone in, in their corner and, and right from the most basic. I mean, we're talking, if, if, if we don't help them get a high school diploma, their chances of being able to be sustainable in, in Alaska, being able to pay for their own housing, their food, all the things that you need to live here. I mean, today we are, we're having a snow day. The schools are all closed. There's 10 inches of snow overnight. They, you got to pay for a plow person to come, right? you got to be able to afford snow tires for your car. Um, you have to have a vehicle that can get around in the snow. And so if we can't help them do that most basic thing, finish high school, we're really 
failing as a society because the and, and when 60% of the kids coming in the door, we have over 900 clients right now. Mm-hmm. That's 5,400 kids with no high school diploma. Yes. And so the work that you're doing is so powerful just for that alone, uh, just getting those high school completions done. And then uh, you also help them. We've got to the two businesses here, the Steam Driven Thrift Boutique and the Gra- Gathering Grounds Cafe. Tell us a little bit about the other businesses in town that you partner with to place our clients into job training situations. Well, I do want to want to give a shout out to Black Birch Books. Also, they're they're a very big partner that we have. Huge, yeah. Um, both my house and Nine Star. Um, the owner over there is amazing. She is, and um, so she is one of our big supporters. I have OC Detailing. Oh, and, that's right. And Peak Boutique in Palmer. And Alaska Midnight Scents and a few others. <laughs> the idea that we have homeless youth, mm-hmm. that, that Nine Star literally pays their wages to go to work for those companies to get job training. So there's mm-hmm. the investment from the business is very, very minimal. Correct. And um, I want to throw it out there to any local business owners that are listening today. If you have that desire to help homeless at-risk youth in the in Wasilla, Palmer, the Valley as a whole, just reach out to me. My number is 907-373-3006. I would love to talk to you and set up a work worksite agreement so that I can get the youth some more opportunities maybe in more skills like automotive and and customer service really those are those are important the food industry hospitality things like that will that will that will get their foot in the door and then advance to something greater like their their career goal so um that's what i look for we do aptitude career aptitude tests that kind of help pinpoint what they want to do and if i can get them into something like for an internship that will get them those skills and possibly permanent employment you know nine stars providing the pay and the insurance so that's not on the on the business owner just the training aspect is and these are short-term internships about three months um, depending on the situation, I'm able to extend depending on the situation. So, so um, please reach out to me, even my house, because they they were in the same building. Nine Star right. my, is in my house, and so we're always in communication. That's the great thing about my house and Nine Star is like we're always in communication. Mm-hmm. So that's a big key to our client success. Yes, you are like a case manager in our building. You're in fact you're sitting right in the case management area and uh, are, are included in that. For me, it, you're included in that milieu. I think that is critical for, one, for helping kids be successful because a lot of times with our two businesses here, you know, somebody gets a little bee in their bonnet and they, they cop an attitude and drop a couple F-bombs and they go back, you know, and they're processing it out for, for, for with case management, some kind of an emotional issue. But you're sitting right there and saying, okay, so here's the part about... Here's the nine-star part of that. There's mm-hmm. a customer service aspect. There's a success aspect. There's a, you can't really do this if you're working for a local insurance company or, you know, 
bank, the next level job for you. And yes. so how can we create some uh, exit strategies for uh, when you when you want to blow and you need a different tool, coping tool to use? So I've heard you doing some of that work with kids, and I just am so grateful that, it, you know, it's one thing to help young people get a job, but that, what you're teaching, is how to keep a job. And... Well, you know, just being a model of what it is to have to have a job and be successful in it, like modeling, like being on time and showing up, even when it's hard to get out of bed. Right. Especially on a day like on today. A snow day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Correct. And so and so it's like, you know, just being here, being present, not being on my phone, not talking about personal things at work and just staying focused on the task at hand mm -hmm. and, um, you know, keeping confidentiality, you know, just to the side, like, okay, right now you're at work. We can talk about this stuff after work yes. when you leave. Right. So, so valuable. Yeah. So valuable. I, I was in the gym last night and there was a group of uh, people there, not necessarily young people, but they were all talking about their work and, and, and kind of complaining about their work and, and, you know, the boss and this and that and the system and it's, and it, none of it was working. And they all kind of made a pact to call in sick today, all the, at this on the same day. Hmm. And I just thought, you know what, if those were clients, if they were clients of ours, I would say, whoa, 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 wait a second. This is not how you you manage long-term employment. This is not adult an adult way of dealing with this. Each of you take your individual issue to the boss and say, here's what the challenge is. How can we resolve this? But, you know, of course, I didn't have the opportunity, but I was overhearing that and thinking, oh, please, God, help us to train our clients to not do that at the gym, right? Not broadcast their dissatisfaction about work without really having the opportunity to to solve it in in an adult way yes and another another challenge we have is tra transportation at times you mm -hmm. know we've got navigation here but there's only so much that we can do maybe other clients have appointments but it's like okay well if you're relying on somebody to get you to work like another another client and that doesn't go through. You gotta plan ahead for these things. Like right. if you don't have a license, for example, which that's another thing is that we have another partner with NIT. If we have clients that are interested in welding, construction work, mechanics, or they want to get their driver's license, they have a driver's training that that Nine Star is able to provide that funding. And so that's another awesome opportunity. Oh, so powerful. I can't tell you the number of, of young people that we've had go through Northern Industrial Training Programs, and they're working on the slope. They're working for uh, construction companies. They're really out there living great lives because they had the opportunity for that training. So thank you, Nine Star, because that's where that comes. The funding for that comes through Nine Star. And... Uh, I, I had um, the the opportunity to speak at Burt Cottle's memorial on last Saturday. And one of the things that I remember from when we first started this, Burt was such a great advocate and such a great fan of the model. But when he started, he called me one day and said, hey, 
I just drove through Burger King and one of your kids is working the drive-through. And I said, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. You know, they work and he knew them from working in the cafe. And so he could never remember the name of any kids. So he called them all George. And so he would say, George is working in the Burger King drive-through. And, and I said, I know, isn't that great? It's working. And, and just a few days later, he called and said, hey, I took my grandkid up to Red Robin and, and George is working up at Red Robin. It was a different kid, but he called them all George. <laughs> and, and so we had this funny, for probably three or four months after we started uh, this drop-in center and Nine Star was doing that piece of connecting kids that were finishing their training internships and moving on to the next job. Um, he would see them around town working in businesses and it so anchored him. He was so invested in what we do. And people that come here and shop the thrift shop, that go to, to have coffee um, and see the kids that are working here and have a little conversation with them, you will see them around town working in other businesses and organizations and, and being productive community members. And that's all anchored in those nine-star uh, training internships and placements. Mm -hmm. And I know you go out and visit the businesses. So you go to Black Birch Books and, and to Palmer, to the boutique. And I'm just really grateful, Kaylee, for the, the work that Nine Star does. We have done some things for youth in this community, you know, topping out at 900 clients now that I believe over the long period of time, and even right now, that's a lot of young people to have influence on that are at the very bottom socioeconomic level in our community. And they're, they don't have to experience trauma and go through a whole bunch of junk and maybe never get out of that when they have someone like you sitting there saying, you can do this, you can get your high school diploma, you can do it at the same time you're training in the boutique, and then you can go to work for Seven North, or you can go to work for the the boutiques and the, the shops that you're interested in working at. We've got a young lady right now that, uh, that trained in the boutique and with the redemption program that's working at the Fred Meyer jewelry store. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I, I, I went by there just the other day and boy, she had her head together with a, a young couple. You could just tell they were doing something that was important to the, to the couple. And she was all in awesome. and I felt so proud. It was like, you know, I, I don't know where she would be without that, mm -hmm. but, but that for her is such a, it, she's such a lovely person and it's such a nice place for her to be. And so, you know, for me, the nine star piece is I, I wish more businesses would join us in the building here. Public health used to be in the building with us and then COVID happened and they pulled out and they're just starting to come back around. But I wish more businesses and organizations would join us here because I really think that they would see there's there. You see the outcome. Right. Yes. And I do want to let the business owners know that that are interested in helping us that you aren't going to be alone. <laughs> I do weekly check ins and I'm not just supporting the client. I'm also supporting the business owner as well. What can I do to help in making this client successful along with you? Because that us working together, that's the best thing. And so don't feel like you're alone. There will be contacts. And um, so I just want to let you know that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and for other 
you know, communities and organizations were, were looking at Homer, having a maybe a, an outpost in Homer, providing some of the same services, and Nine Star is already there. And so Roger has been telling me for about two years, I've got a desk in the office, just would you please send somebody to Homer? Because I really, the, the combination of the two services is such a nice compliment. But the, the, the wraparound of engaging those community businesses, the communication with them, you know, working with them on having kids that, that have grown up in extreme poverty or with trauma and or or that have a, a mild learning disability or a behavioral health challenge that, you know, it, they're working through at the same time they're trying to get trained for a job is is a is a, a an undertaking. And you make it look so easy, Kaylee. <laughs> you just make it look so easy and, and, and like it's no big deal. But I also know there are days that are really hard and and challenging on that front, trying to navigate all those pieces. Well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just so thankful for the staff at my house, the support that is given here to the clients and to me as a, as a nine star employee is, is just amazing. Like the atmosphere here is so inviting, you know, and, and, and if I need to talk about a situation that's bothering me, like it's welcome, Right. And I just love the support. And on those days, it's needed. Right. That's why we have that, because we really, we have to have staff members that are mature enough to have difficult conversations mm-hmm. and that are not afraid of difficult conversations with both other staff and clients. You know, we have to have good boundaries. We have to know what our mission is and stay focused on the mission and the youth that we serve. And so I, I do think it's important to have a healthy, healthy climate mm-hmm. for everyone to work in. It helps our clients be more healthy. But I also think that you have a special gift for that. And your, your calm spirit and reassuring words are really valuable to them. I've, I've seen kids sit down in your chair folded in half in shame or fear or pain. And you have a way of within just 15 or 20 minutes, they're sitting up straight, they're making eye contact, they're back in the game of I am worthy, I do matter. I think one of the biggest things that we battle in this business is shame. Um, Kids that come from extreme poverty have shame around not just the clothes they wear and where they live and and the different aspects of of poverty, but but it, it bleeds into who they are. And they start to think that they're not worthy or they're not valued in in our community. And I really believe that one of the benefits of the drop-in center, and and this is my pitch for an adult drop-in center like what we provide here for youth, we really have to, in order to help homeless people in our community, we have to remove that shame by helping them to be part of the community, putting them in a hotel, putting them in an overnight center where nobody has an interaction with them, where the community says, oh, we, we don't want those people in our backyard. We want those people over there. They don't feel like they're part of the community and they don't feel worthy. And it makes people make bad choices and bad decisions. And if you don't want people stealing your stuff out of your backyard, then create value for them in their life. Create a platform, a community platform of let's help you use those NIT resources mm-hmm. to, to get from where you are to where you'd like to be 
And and really, really, let's. You're part of this community. You want to be a positive part, or do you want to be a negative part? Yep. And and let's change the script a little bit here. Yes, I've met with a a couple of youth. I think it was last week, and you know they're they're going to be adults soon. Right. And so and so, you know, this is an opportunity for them to learn what it's like to be an adult, you know? You've got this opportunity to, to take this schooling that you're working on and this internship and and become. Yes. Really just become. And so whatever your situation, I accept you not with non-judgmental attitude at all. But let if we need to make those baby steps, let's make it okay, so so you're starting work at nine. Starting right. next week, if you get here at nine oh five, woo! That's you know progress. Th- that's progress there. Mm-hmm. If if we need to start with those baby steps, let's go little by little. But we're gonna get there because we need to do this in order to make make it possible for you to succeed as as a young adult. Yes, coming up soon. Yes, so, yes. That's those those little steps towards success. Progress, not perfection. And, and we have the opportunity to do that here so that when they do move on to a different position and they're, they're starting work at nine, they're there at five till nine, they're hanging up their coat, they're getting their, their uniform on, they're ready to go at nine. And, and you're right. Just that is such a, it's such a feather in their cap and they're proud Mm -hmm. when they do that. They're proud. They're the morning shift, you know, and they have a place. And so Uh, You know, thank you to everybody out there who has supported us to Black Birch Books and OCD Tailing and Alaska Midnight Scents and um, help me out. Peak Boutique. Peak Boutique. (laughs) We're both looking at each other going, uh, Uh, because we know there's more. uh, There's an insurance agency. Yes, OC um, Financial. Yo, OC Financial. There's a dentist office that took one of the the young women here for a, a... hygienist training yes and and she she's just what is it called oh my goodness help me out (laughs) (laughs) she has um grown in in the in the ladder of the of the dental um office yeah so that's wonderful she's she's well established there and and those jobs are there she's sustainable then Mm -hmm. you know then it's not a minimum wage you know fast food job these are jobs where you know businesses can take a young person in and really mentor them into something that is uh that where they're they're coming by to show us the new car that they just bought Mm -hmm. because they can afford that and telling us where they're living and they're so proud and I love that. That's one of the things that I think is so fun about a drop-in center is that kids come back to tell us that they're doing awesome. Mm-hmm. And, For sure. Uh, and it's fun. So, you know, if you're thinking in, along the lines of how to help homeless, if you're a business owner, you could have you could host an internship. You know, of course, there's there's always donations, but let's think about this as a community for the adults, uh, the adult homeless. Let's look at a drop-in center with wraparound services for adult homeless in this community that would do what we're doing. This is how we end homelessness. We don't end homelessness by building shelters. Congregate shelters have been shown across the country to be epic failures, no matter where you go. Isaac and I were in Washington, D.C. last summer for uh, the National Conference to End Homelessness, and we had lunch with the woman 
who closed down the congregate shelter there. And she put her business card on the table and said, if anyone you know is thinking about opening a congregate shelter, please have them call me so I can tell them why they should not do that. But she was so excited about what we were doing because, I mean, she said that's the, you know, that's the secret sauce, right, Isaac? I mean, she was, she was in, it was, it was amazing to, to sit with people from San Francisco, Chicago, New York, Washington, D.C., Portland, Seattle. Yeah, I mean, all over the nation, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, uh, it's a great idea. It's a great way to see what ideas are working at kind of the individual local levels and in everyone's communities. And sometimes there's some stuff, I felt it especially in uh, when we had people that were speakers from the South. It's it's some things I'm just like, okay, that may not work because we have to worry about a lot of snow during the winter. Uh, right. Today is today's <laughs> a great example of that. But, you know, the the overarching concepts and stuff, there, there was a lot that we could take away from that and adapt it to what we do up here. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there were a lot of things that we were doing that were up and coming best practices, promising practices. We just had an audit from a, a federal organization that provides grants for us. And we had one correction and he took back eight things that he said were, were should be promising our best practices that we were doing that he was just totally out of his mind excited about. And so there, there, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And, and Kaylee, you just make, you're part of the welcome, welcome wagon and the, the smiles that young people get when they come in here. So thank you so much for all of your hard work. Thank you so much for being the nine star representative and just being one of the, my house staff on board here and, and for helping so many kids. Of course, it's, it's a, just a wonderful feeling to make such an impact because once we make an impact on the youth, they're, they're going to go so far and they are the future of the valley. Yes. So yes, it's a good place to start. Yes, it's a great place to start. That's all the time we have for today. I want to thank Kaylee for uh, being here from Nine Star. The My House podcast is recorded at the My House studio in Wasilla, Alaska. Our producer and editor is the awesome Isaac Smolden. And I'm Michelle Overstreet. Until next time. <laughs>